Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. I was reading today Esther 4 verse 14 and verse 16 and I love that God has a relationship with Israel. I like how that relationship is a picture of what God desires with all mankind. He wants us to worship Him. He wants us to hope in Him. He wants us to obey Him. There was the promise of a Messiah to give hope. Because Adam and Eve had fallen, God no longer walked amongst them. But then Messiah came and He walked amongst humankind. Messiah walked uh, 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 in the midst of, of man. He selected 12 men to be close with. He selected them so that he could teach them and model to them a relationship with God the Father. You know, there were others who followed Jesus, but they were not the inner circle. I like how Jacob also had 12 sons and Jesus had 12 spiritual sons. So you, when you look at Jacob, you look at uh, his 12 sons, you look at how God dealt with his 12 sons and the relationship that he desired to have with them. Uh, you know, instead of some of them, instead of them really serving God and worshiping God and obeying God, you know, they complained. <laughs> They disobeyed. They didn't have faith, especially when you look at them being delivered from Pharaoh and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. It was because, you know, they grumbled, they complained, they didn't have enough faith. They weren't consistent in their walk with the Lord. They weren't consistent in their faith, in their relationship with the Lord. But then Jesus has 12 spiritual sons his disciples and he has a personal relationship with them he's walking amongst them he's showing them how to have a relationship with God the Father he's showing them how to be obedient how to exercise faith he is he is showing them how to sanctify themselves you know away from the things of the world and cling to those things which are God uh, of the Lord He's, he's teaching them about a fervent love. He's teaching them about obedience to God the Father. He didn't leave out others. You know, there were others there as well who followed him. But the 12 uh, disciples and the ladies that were in his inner circle received an impartation that others didn't, didn't see at that time. They didn't experience it at that time. But the 12 disciples experienced that because they were in his inner circle and the young ladies, uh, his mother and the other ladies that was in the circle, you know, they experienced um, a personal relationship with the Lord. They sat at his feet. You know, they followed him because of the, the other people followed because of the blessings, but his disciples sat at his feet and followed him in obedience. So I wonder how many of us follow him so closely, you know, 
that we sit at his feet, that we are there full of faith through the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, still trusting and still believing and still obeying our Heavenly Father, you know, or still obeying Christ Jesus, still trusting in Christ Jesus, you know. How many of us are following him so closely and so obedient to him that we sit at his feet and we are full of the faith, you know, that he is who we he he is who he says he is, you know. Um, faith that he can do the impossible, faith that he can save the unsaved, faith that that he can change things and turn things around, faith that he is with us no matter what we are going through, you know. But we we're believing and trusting and obeying in our Messiah, in our uh, in our God. You know, God put Esther in a role as queen because of her obedience to Mordecai. You know, Mordecai told her uh, not to tell anybody who she really was. He changed her name from Hadassah. He changed her name to Esther. You know, he told her to go along with the other young ladies, you know. He told her to be obedient. He told her to prepare for uh, if she was going to be the queen you know he told her to to do that and she obeyed him because God had a plan in store for her and for the Jews her relationship with God wasn't just for herself but it was a a a relationship that was going to bridge a gap between her between God and his um his his children his his people he wanted to save them. He wanted to protect them. And so she was in the position to be an intercessor and a mediator for her people. She was in a position to be an example of faith and obedience, hope and trust. She interceded for her people and for herself. She considered Mordecai's instructions and she turned to the Lord for favor. She hoped and she trusted in the Lord. Her trust was in the Lord so much so she looked to the Lord and expected him to answer, you know. She she trusted in the Lord and, and she was looking for him to answer. If, she, if he did not answer, she was prepared to accept God's will and perish at his will. Because, you know, Mordecai told us this, well, God can raise up somebody else, <laughs> you know, and you and your household and your father's bloodline will pass away well that's death but is that how is that how you want to pass away not being remembered is that how you want to pass away being being remembered as the one who didn't obey God who didn't put their people first you know who didn't put their loved ones ahead of themselves as the do you want to be remembered as the person who was selfish and disobedient or do you want to or do you want to be remembered as the person who died for the people uh, who who cared so much about everyone else and about how to please God that you were willing to give your life for them you know Christ was willing to give his life for us you know and so I, I just really enjoyed as I read this and I saw how I saw how 
she was going to die one way or the other. She was going to die. Um, uh, she was going to die as an advocate for the Lord, or she was going to uh, for her people, or she was going to die uh, because of her disobedience, or she was going to live a long life and then, you know, at some point, pass away. But either way, whether the time was then or in the future, she was going to die. So why be afraid that the king is going to kill her for coming before him unannounced or uncalled? You know, you, just because you could possibly perish for going to see the king on behalf of your people, you know, that's that's bad, but it's not as bad as being uh, disobedient and passing away because of your disobedience, because of your selfishness. So... I just really enjoyed um, this knowing that she was obedient, knowing that she was selfless, knowing that she cared, knowing that she was willing to trust the Lord to work it out. Um, you know, she was willing to be the vessel that God wanted to use to deliver his people. Many of us don't want to be the vessel. You know, we are only thinking of ourselves. We we don't see the bigger picture. We only see what's right in front of us. <laughs> and so I hope and pray that you are encouraged to obey God. Not saying that you're about to lose your life or anything like that, but just I hope that you are encouraged to see the bigger picture. I hope that you are encouraged to, to be obedient no matter what the consequences might be, you know, be obedient to the Lord because the ultimate consequence is that you will gain God's favor. You know, it, it, the short-term consequences may not look so good, but the, but the long-term consequences uh, look very good. They look very promising, you know. And so not only was um, the relationship of Esther as a mediator for her people and Mordecai as a, a vessel as well. But when I look at them, I see how Christ also was a vessel to, um, to bring uh, his people and God in relationship. You know, and I look at Christ Jesus and I see the 12 disciples, I see them as spiritual sons. And I see God showing them and teaching them how to be obedient, how to be loving, how to be selfless. You know, I see him teaching them the things that Mordecai was teaching Esther. You know, I, I see um, I see the relationship that God wanted to have with them so that they could uh, take it to the ends of the earth the way that Jacob uh, taught his 12 sons, you know, um, the lessons that they learned, you know, especially how he, how God dealt with Joseph, Jacob's son, Joseph, you know, and the relationship that Joseph eventually had with his 11 other brothers, you know, uh, I see that. And I think of Christ Jesus, how Christ is the is the head of the family, how Christ is 
uh, well, he's not the head of the family. God the Father is the head of the family, but I see how he represents God the Father. I see how he intervenes. I see how he um, uh, um, um, I see how he gives a message to the disciples, how he's training them, how he's um, being an example before them and how he's modeling the correct response and the correct behavior to God the Father before his spiritual sons. And so I hope that you are encouraged as well to model before your family and your friends and your loved ones the relationship that pleases God. I hope that you are prepared and 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 excited to be obedient and trust in the Lord and model before those in your sphere of influence, you know, model before them obedience, trust, you know, um, doing what the Lord says, being selfless, you know, not being selfish, but being selfless, you know, giving of your time and of yourself to other people. And I pray that you will be um, continually encouraged and blessed that you will continually give yourself, that you will continually see God's face and sit at his feet and model that behavior before those in your sphere of influence, your disciples, your followers, your brothers and sisters, your children, your spiritual loved ones. I hope that you will continue to be blessed and that you are encouraged to live for the Lord. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here each Saturday at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.